I love microdosing. I love microdosing. Yesterday, I needed to go practice my drums and I popped a little microdose gummy and I'll tell you what happened. I drummed for about a good two hours. That's fabulous. Yeah. I was looking at our new roof, hoping that it wasn't going to leak and I got some anxiety about it. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to take a gummy just to calm down so I can go to sleep and not worry about this. And I did and I had a great night's sleep and I woke up and there was no leak. I've noticed a change in you for the, a positive change. I like to hear that. Yeah. I feel like your mood is like very centered. I'm sleeping much better. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just that right amount of good. And you can get 30% off your first order plus free shipping today at microdose.com promo code pants. It's available nationwide. That's microdose.com promo code pants for 30% off and free shipping. Microdose.com promo code pants. This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Are you coughing because you feel like shit like I do? (laughs) (laughs) I drank like a bottle of whiskey and did a bag of cocaine. That's how I feel. No. Wow. You had a better night than I did. No, we worked (laughs) till, well, you worked after a little bit after me and I got out of there about, I don't know. I got home by one, which maybe, you know, sounds like not so bad to people, but I think because you start work so early that by the time it's one o'clock, you're like half dead. I think it has to do with the uh, the accumulation of long nights for the past couple nights. It catches up to you. We always mention atmospheric uh, smoke they use. And yeah. that gets to you after a while. So, um, you know, our old foggy bodies can't. It gives it a certain look. So they, they, they spray this. I don't know. It's like a haze. So like the camera it kind yeah. of filters the the lens somehow and it's you really mm-hmm. feel like you did smoke like eight packs of cigarettes by the time you wake up oh my goodness they say but it's i healthy. slept until <laughs> i slept until 11 a.m today that's amazing for the first time in maybe 14 years i never wow. sleep until even 9 a.m i got up at 6 30 why because I, I got i can't my body still wakes up oh it doesn't yeesh. care how late i've been up i know I'll be do you, all feel, right. do you feel haggard? I look haggard. You know, I do. I feel no, I actually feel, feel okay now. Yeah, I feel it. I feel it. Oh, okay. I'm glad we have today off. And then tomorrow we have a photo shoot. So that we're going to look like <laughs> death warmed <laughs> over so tomorrow. Much. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm going to do tonight to make myself like, oh, it, yeah. It, you know, where someone's going to want to take a picture of me tomorrow. Like, a lot has to be done. I don't know how I'm going to be up so early and be on my game at whatever time I have to be there. I mean, we're complaining about champagne problems, but we're just old. People are like, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you have a photo shoot. Oh, poor you. Oh, is life hard? 
I mean, come on. You guys get to just um, go play house at work and get paid for it. And wear pretty clothes and have someone do your makeup. Um, I know. We sound like such douchebags. Yeah. So I was just uh, lollygogging in bed because I just could not get out. And I watched a two-hour video of a girl building a walk-in closet from scratch by herself. And it nice. was beyond satisfying to see what she was doing. And she was just figuring out as she went. Wow. How'd it come out? It looked gorgeous. I mean, I, you know, I wasn't a fan of the fixtures or the paint color, but the construction of it was incredible. Like I learned how to put, I learned how to make doors, uh, not doors, wow. drawers. I learned how to install the hinges. I mean, she taught me so much in the last two hours. I want to write her and thank her. I'm sure you can. I'm sure I like can at the too. Bottom well, of the I YouTube probably video. not. Maybe it was actually it was an Instagram. Can I like, read you your know, letter? If it you was Instagram. It it was Instagram stories. You know how people do Instagram stories, and it was you know there were like a hundred uh, stories to this one topic. Anyway, wow. she, this girl blew my mind. What was her name? Hold on. Got a, what is, what's her name? Give this girl a uh, a shout out because she really rocked my rocked my morning watching her do that. Banjo is there's a fly here, and. It's the greatest thing that's ever happened to her. Oh, yeah. Those are huge moments for them. Yeah. I think she's going to oh, get Mo it will, by like, the end. will, like, tear around the kitchen. And I, it, Mo will tear around the kitchen, and I think she's having some sort of, um, like, epic seizure. It's just a fly that's you know, yeah. can't get out from the window. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. So, okay. So we're going to continue our Q&As because we're enjoying them so much. And we have apparently have a follow-up from a caller last week who asked us a question. She gave us a certain amount of information. We did what we could with it. We asked her if she could please call in with more. And apparently she did. And I'm so excited to find out what what else is going on with this. What might sound a little thruple to me. I want to hear her from Scout again. Remember that cute girl Scout? I know. Who, we um, asked her to call. Yeah, of course I do. Call back. The great name. What's going on? She had a crush. The date. She wanted a date. Yeah, you and you, we we get invested in your life and we need a follow up. So, what is it? So, yes, let's hear it. So, with the couple that is from work, the first thing I want to do is I want to correct myself from the last time, um, my original question to you guys, um, and refer to the couple as uh, partner and wife. after some new information, the partner goes by they, them, and um, partner, not husband. So I just wanted to correct myself on that. Um, but referring to this couple, um, first off, I would like to answer, or second, I would like to answer Alicia's question and say, no, I don't have a crush on the wife. I just really respect who she is as a person. And I think because we have the same personalities, we just click um, together uh, better. And, um, yeah, we share a lot of the similar, uh, shows and interests and, um, we're similar in more similar in age while the partner is a little bit older than both of us. And, um, I just find their personality just a little bit more, um, brush and a little harsh. And I could never tell if they're being rude or being sarcastic. So, um, I think it's because we, me and the wife just click uh, easier together. 
that maybe I'm finding I want to hang out with her more than the partner, but I don't know. But if you have any more insight, um, I would still really appreciate it. And again, sorry for leaving the first rush message and everything like that. Hope you guys have a great day. Reed, I'm really happy that you don't have a crush on the wife because an unrequited crush is so awful. It's like you're in prison. But that's such a dark way to look at a crush. Why? I mean, they're having a crush can be a really lovely thing. It can, but she's a married woman. There's just a lot. Of, there's just a lot. You know what I mean? It's just, it's a lot. So I'm glad she doesn't have that, that, that thing on her shoulders that she's carrying like baggage. around. But yeah, you know, it's like, what are you going to do? Go to a married woman? I'm in love with you. And the woman's like, sorry, no. I'm married. Just adds. No. You know what I mean? So the partner, it, it sounds like the same situation and Reed and the partner just don't click and Reed right. and the wife click and I guess, I mean, first of all, I hope they don't listen to pants because <laughs> it's kind of a burn, right? To hear that. You're like, oh. But um, I, I really don't see that there's a problem here. It's just, you know, you dig one over the other. Why? Well, because it's they're, because they're partners and, and, and what are you going to say? So I don't what? Like, I, I think I don't like the person you're with. Can I not hang out with probably, them? Can I just hang out with you? I mean, you know, it gets a little awkward. How do you have that conversation? I mean, it happens. You know, you don't always like... I don't think you have to. Like, my girlfriend, you know, obviously has her set of friends. And, like, if I'm working or something, she goes to hang out with her friends. And I'm not like, oh, was I not... You know, I obviously just made it like I was busy. But let's say I wasn't busy. I would never get upset about that. Like, I think people... It doesn't... but Reed made friends with both of them at the same time. I know, but I know, I know, you know, her friends and I'm not, it doesn't, it doesn't upset me to not be included in every second of her life. No, but that's like, not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that we, it sounds like Reed made friends with these two people at the same time. It's so what? Well, it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's just unspoken. It's un, it's just unspoken awkwardness that, you know, you're right. At the end of the day, so what? But it, it, it's just social dynamics. It's and and they can get a little tricky sometimes. I'm sorry, Reed. Yeah, I I don't, I, I, I don't think there's anything to do. I guess is my answer. I don't think there's like a you know a big proclamation of like I like you know her better than you. I don't or I that you don't have to say anything. I think just keep let let these relationships evolve into you know whatever they will. And everyone will figure it out That's along a, the way, whether you met at the same time or not. Who cares? I know, but like you become friends with the couple and you hang out with the couple, right? And then you think to yourself, oh, I actually like this one far more than the other one. I just want to hang out with this one. But that one, it just, it just I'm, what I'm saying is like, I, I get it. You're being, I get it. I get it. You're being very patient about it and you're approaching it. And I'm kind of looking at it more of like, oh, like it can get tricky is all I'm saying. Like, it, you know, dynamics with it just gets tricky. That's all. That's that's all I'm saying. I don't have an answer. It's just my feeling. OK, we've read we, we've left Reed with nothing. Really? I know. Well, I never <laughs> said I was an expert. I mean, we got we're two calls and we still haven't solved this. Because then, but I don't I, think it's anything to solve. It. Yeah. 
yeah, there's nothing you can do unless you want to have an awkward conversation and make it weird. Which and that's I what I'm think saying. would make it so tricky. much worse. That would be that would be really talk about awkward. Well, I guess that's our advice. Honest. We suggest that you do not have an awkward conversation or make a big deal yeah. out of it. That I yeah, think that's our advice. Just suck it up and deal with it. Oh my God, where's this? Are we going to be able to answer anything today? After the week we had? Okay. I mean, hopefully, you know, hopefully it won't be uh, about odd social dynamics. What's the next question? I'm sorry, Reed. We really didn't help you out with that one. Hey, ladies. Uh, my name is Dana. I am uh, up here in uh, Vancouver Island, British Columbia. And I work in the film industry up here. Um, the L Word was actually my first production assistant gig. And... I'm still with my partner who I met on the first run of the series. And uh, I just wanted to ask, um, what's the one thing you miss about Vancouver other than hanging out with each other and uh, your relationships? What's uh, What are some of the memorable times and places you went in Vancouver and what do you miss? Also, I am wondering, my name is Dana, spelt exactly like Dana, and I see my name in lights. I hear my name all the time. I'm called Dana all the time. Wondering if you could just say Dana once. Thank you. You guys are great. Bye. Hey, Dana, Dana first you're a production of all, you're like, insight. You're like, I was a PA, but you just brushed right over that. We must exactly. cross paths. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I don't care about you guys. Um, <laughs> Oh, Dana. That's crazy. What okay. year? What year did you work, Dana? Where are the specificities? Yeah. What season? Were you the out whole by time? The circus? Just one year? First year? Yeah. Did you just work were you in, in the production office? office? Do you remember us sitting on the couch have- reading magazines all the time? <laughs> in the middle of the <laughs> office? Remember we'd go do that? I look. Were you Vancouver? further in the back? Where like the oh. fi- were you further in the back? Where like you know where where the, where the accounting was, and we never really ventured back there. Where were you? I used to what go to accounting do? all the time because I didn't have representations. Oh, really? Yeah, I had to go handle all my checks. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. I love I love what she's asking. Yeah, I miss so much about Vancouver. Well, I discovered running up there. And I miss not only running in general, but running up there because I've never felt better in my life with the air that I got to breathe when I would run around the seawall and I'd run through the park. I'd run through the city. It was so, it's just so beautiful up there. And I've tried it down here in LA and it's awful. There's nothing, you just, your lungs are like, I'm good. I miss the restaurants. I miss Rodney's Oyster House. Mm-hmm. I still fantasize about their seafood salad. It's the greatest, one of the greatest things I've ever had. And I lived on those and I haven't had it since we left. Um, I wonder though, I love Vancouver so much, but Vancouver for me is tied in with 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 you all in the show. And I wonder if I went back up there for another job, would I have this nostalgic loss because I wasn't sharing it with the people that are missing. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I, I think you would experience that because I haven't Plus, been there since 2008. But um, I think the city's changed a lot too, Kate. I think you would you'd sort of yeah. want the old Vancouver, and it's it's really grown. That's like what I miss about town. Vancouver. You get you know you get you get up there from the the craziness of LA, and you get to walk around, and you don't have to rely on your car. And it's beautiful and green. And like you said, like you could run and the air wasn't killing you, but it was just a slower pace of life that. Yeah. The pace um, is great. Was The pace was great. And, and, and I could, I used to bike ride. I miss bike riding around Vancouver. I bought, um, I bought a mountain bike and I kept it up there when we were on hiatus and they'd always pull it out of storage for me when I got, when we started up the new season. And I would just ride that bike all over the city with no destination and I never felt like I would get killed by a car and mm-hmm. I would just put my earbuds on and listen to music and ride all over. You for did hours not have earbuds. The earbuds didn't yeah, exist. Not earbuds, earphones, earphones, the headphones, yeah, headphones. whatever they are. The headphones. Okay. I miss my bike. I don't even know where that bike is. It was a great bike. Well, you're not going to ride it down here. My God. I'm certainly not going to ride it in my neighborhood. I'll get killed in five <laughs> minutes, but um, I really miss that so much. What's the next one? Hi, guys. My name's Claude. I was just wondering um, if, or rather, what was a present that you caught when you were younger, like when you were little kids, either for your birthday or for Christmas, that you, like, totally freaked out over? Like, you were just so, 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 so happy. And, like, bonus points if it was, like, a surprise, like, not something you were expecting or had asked for? Well, everyone in my neighborhood had big wheels and they were all the same color and the same look. And my parents got me and it it was a very, very exciting moment for me. I got a Flintstones big wheel. So my big wheels were like the, the body of it looked like it was made out of wood, like old wood. And then my wheels looked like they were made out of stone. And I thought I was like one of the most awesome people on the block <laughs> with my, with my <laughs> big wheels. Yeah, I just liked being different. Like we all had them, but I was like, yeah, but I have the Flintstones one. That's cute. I don't know if it's a surprise, but I thought it was a really sweet story uh, that my dad did for me. He, um, I was a huge Star Wars fan and we went to the toy store and I picked out... Um, I picked out this spaceship that Luke Skywalker, it was the one that had, it was kind of, it kind of was shaped like a U in a way, like where there were two pilots on either side. Do you remember that? I forgot the name of the, of the fucking thing. Do you know, do you know what I mean, Leisha? Where did you watch Star Wars as a kid? They, there, there's like, a, there's a spaceship and there's, and there's a pilot on one side and then on the opposite side, there's another pilot. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. I do, but so I don't know the name chose, of it. Neither do I. So I chose that one. And on the box, it had like five or six figurines. And I was little and I thought the figurines came in the box. And I was so excited and I got home and I opened the box and it was just the spaceship. And I was so sad and I started to cry because there were no figurines. And my dad went back to the toy store and got a bunch of Star Wars figurines to, you know, Make right up the in fact the spaceship. 
you know, they weren't in the box. Yeah, so they could ride in the spaceship. Not exactly a surprise, but I always thought that was a really sweet thing. Did that he someone did. take the ones that were supposed to come with the ship out of the box? No, the fucking figurines were never in there to begin with. It's just to like promote the spaceship of saying like, oh, wow. in the spaceship, there's, you know, Chewbacca and Han Solo and Luke. And that Leah would be and, like oh, getting Darth- a Lego set without the people doing whatever the Lego set is all about. It would be so upsetting. Yeah, but, yeah, but these figurines are far bigger than little Lego characters. They were like, oh, I understand. Know. Anyway, I'm saying just not having anyway. the people do use the machine that you just got would suck i get it i'm basically yeah. saying i get it yeah 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 and i just didn't i was so little i had no idea and i was i was and i remember complaining about bad marketing like how could they do this <laughs> <laughs> i must have been like six but i was really upset i was like who does that yeah anyway. <laughs> were they real people in the ship and you thought they were figurines no, they were the, you know, you know, all the Star Wars toys that came out. It was the Star yeah. Wars toy. And then on the box to be like, oh, look, it's that the intergalactic blotty blah ship, whatever. They yeah. had the figurines of a bunch of different characters. It was poor <sighs> marketing. And I, I, my little six-year-old self was right. It was not well done. Misled. False advertising. Ladies, we can all bond over this one. Imagine a bra that you actually want to wear. They're hard to find. We all know it. We've been through how many bra many. brands? Ugh. And you're like, I like this about it, but not this. Or They're just uncomfortable. Well, today's sponsor, Honey Love, has revolutionized the bra game. It's real. Say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that trap heat. Honey Love's bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire without sacrificing lift. It's cool. It's like these little, I can't even describe it, like these little bone things. And it's like, I don't know how they do it, but it's brilliant. Plus, they've made fabric that's so soft, it feels like second skin. So you immediately feel and see the difference. So it's next level comfortable. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash pants. Now, after you purchase, they ask you where you heard about them. Please, please support our show and tell them pants sent you honeylove.com slash pants. Treat yourself to honey love because you deserve it. This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
ready for the next. Hey, ladies, this is Jerry, your number one fan. And hope you're all having a wonderful day. And thanks for putting me on. I think I was about your first question you put on. I appreciate that. It means a lot to me. I have a question for you. What would you two have done if you hadn't gotten into any kind of entertainment, even music and <clears throat> excuse me, music included? What would you have done career-wise with your life? So I think with me, I would have gone into, I wanted to be an actress, so I didn't do that, and I didn't pursue it. I got caught up in life when I was very young. But what would you all do? Thank you. Love you lots. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. That was Jerry who plays locally, right? Jerry. Plays music locally and misses touching people. Yes. yes. Hi, yes. Jerry. Hi, Jerry. Good to hear from you. Oh, that's a big question, Jerry. My goodness. This is rough for me because I, I think. Yeah. I, well, I cannot imagine doing anything other than be creative or artistic. I don't know what would happen to me. I think I would be miserable. <laughs> and I don't know if I would take a great path in any direction because I don't know. I think I would sort of just disappear a little bit into whatever I ended up doing. I'd be a sad person. Yeah, I can't say that I'd excel at my life either. You know, when you're like you when you're little and you think, oh, I'm going to be an astronaut or you're going to be, a, you know, a race car driver, you know, when you have those or a professional baseball player, you know, those thoughts that you have when you're little. Um, oh, you know what she said, though? I just realized what? Jerry was like, what? it doesn't have to. OK, now Jerry, I take everything back. I just said, because I still can be creative. I just can't be in entertainment. That's so easy. OK, I have a million things I do. I was thinking, I was just, I thought for some reason she was like, you can't be creative. And I was like picturing myself at a bank or something. No, 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 Alicia. This is why I'm not good at night shoots. It melts my brain. I'm back, Jerry. I'm back with my answer. My answer is I would have a workshop and I would, I would make something. I would make, um, me, you know, a little furniture, but I, I feel like I would get more into like lighting. Like I would make chandeliers or I'd learn how to not chandeliers, like with the crystals, but like I'd make cool lighting shit. Do you like working with electricity? I might find someone to help me with that. But once I learned it, I would, but no, I don't, it scares me. But the fixtures, I would like to like weld things and make things hang from the ceiling and do, I just picture myself in a big barn with a lot of tools and a lot of materials and I'm like mm -hmm. making stuff. I'm making things. I don't know what I'm doing with them, but I'm in the middle of nowhere. I don't have a high like um, rent or like mortgage. Like in, in, in this world I'm living, like I'm kind of like. I'm getting by and I'm great. I'm happy with it. You know what I mean? I don't need a lot of money. I'm just out in the middle of nowhere and I'm making shit and I'm happy as a clam. That's what I'd be doing. Nice. Yeah. Um, hmm. I don't know. I guess I see this question not as in a fantasy, but just realistically what would I have done had I not done this? Um, Honestly, I would probably have worked in the violin business. 
I would have followed the medic footsteps and carried on the 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 violin shop had I not found a drive early on in life. Would I be happy? Couldn't tell you. I have no idea. But realistically, what exactly I think that's would you do? What what exactly what would you have done in the business? Like been a shop? I would have studied violin or... making. No, oh, you I would have like probably a gone violin to Europe. Maker. And, yeah, I probably would have gone to Europe and studied with you know, with you know, and studied with people over there, and you know, and and you know, learn the craft and everything else, and then you know you know, take over the family business and work for, and, you know, realistically what I probably would have done. I think that sounds like a great life. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then you get to hand over an instrument that you made and someone gets to take that instrument and make music. That's cool. It's not just that though. You learn how to restore violins and you learn, you know, you just learn the business. There's more than just making it, you know, than making one and just selling an original, whatever. It's it's. There's more to it, and I know nothing about it because I never followed in those footsteps. But um, I don't know if I'd be happy doing that. Maybe, maybe that would have been my, you know, happy place in life. I'll never know. But you would have done it because it would have been an easy, like, you could have just fallen into it. Or stepped into it. It's not just, it's not easy. I think it's because it was a family business. No, the opportunity was easy. Not, not the actual work, but it's like your dad could have said like, let's come, come help me with the business. It's not like you had to like go on a job interview. No, 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 no. He did ask. I think he did ask me once early on. He said, is that something you'd be interested in doing? And, um, and I knew in my heart, I wouldn't enjoy it. You're like, but, with um, this face? Mm. No. <laughs> I got to show people this face. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be in a back room. It, I have to show yeah. it to them. <laughs> oh, they, they want it. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I, would it be easy? I mean, to, to say that's what I'm going to do would be easy, but it's not like I'd just be handed, you know, a golden ticket. You'd have to, you know, you'd have, I'd have to do the work and yeah. And, and be good and, at it. And, and and learn the craft exactly, um, um, but I pro- but again, I'm looking at it realistically as opposed to an alternate, you know, fantasy life. Okay, well, mine's not a fantasy. I really yeah. think I would have done something like that. Mm. At first, I was like okay. with the bank thing. I was like, I don't know if I'd be around. Hi there, my name's Amanda. I'm originally from Detroit, but now live in no man's land, Minnesota. Um, let me go ahead and start by saying my appreciation for both of your crafts goes back to the days of Our Lady Peace videos and the murmurs. Um, with that being said, music is pretty much life for me. It is my sanity, my insanity as needed. You get the picture. Um, with that being said, what are these CDs or artists that you guys just can't live without? Um, anywho, love the show and love the podcast. You guys are amazing. Thank you for all you do. For me, it would be a toss-up between Emmy Lou Harris and Joni Mitchell. Oh, do we have to have music? Is it all Those music are... or is it an open bag of... Yeah, if you don't want to get into music, say whatever, who you can't live without. Is it me? 
I can't live without you. 20 years and counting, close to 20 years. I, I love music. I really do. But I think what I can't live without are filmmakers. I love um, certain filmmakers. And at the moment, I'm very much obsessed with uh, Andrea Arnold and Deborah Granick. And um, like David Fincher and 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 the the filmmakers. There are certain filmmakers that um, I would be very upset if their work went away. Hi, Kate and Alicia. My name is Aspen. I'm from Nevada. So my wife and I got married in October. Just a quick um, courthouse wedding, uh, just before the election. So she promised me that we would have a wedding come our second anniversary. Just like a quick renewal of our vows. So I'm left with making all the decisions for the wedding. Her only job is music. <laughs> Anyways, um, I have a terrible, terrible time making decisions. So I guess um, my question for you is what colors do you think would be good for a October fall wedding? All right. I love you guys both. And I can't wait to hear your response. I love this question. <laughs> I do too, but I didn't realize you renew your vows so quickly after you get married. You can do whatever you I want. Guess you can do whatever you want, right? Yeah. I don't. I look at fall colors like browns and greens and oranges and yellows, but I don't know if you really want to have a wedding. She's not asking theme you like what that. you think of what colors you think of fall. Like she's asking you what color. But I'm thinking her of that be. because the wedding. I get it, but I'm thinking like that because her wedding is in the fall. Are you going to be in, you know? Yeah. But I guess you can do anything, right? Are you going to put her in orange? Is that what you're going to do? Absolutely not. Okay. Thank God. I wouldn't put anyone in orange. No. This isn't my wheelhouse. Leisha, what colors would the wedding be? I think go classic and it should be black and like a very like slight off white, like not a stark white, like a, like an ivory white color. And that's it. Classic. And then maybe I'm gonna say pop cre- the color, pop the color. Not cream can be a little yellowy. So I didn't want to say the word cream. So then your color pop should be in the flowers. And that's where go. I would throw in some fall colors that Kate's describing. And... I don't want to say orange because it might be too bright, but like a, like an auburn would be nice. Um, warm colors, warm cozy yeah. colors. Well, flowers, yeah. Maybe you put like a squash that? in the, in, uh, yeah, put a yeah. squash well, in, in the middle of your, I don't know if you need a, and, uh, no, because then people, well, that's, it feels that, like that's Thanksgiving. A, I know, but it's a wedding cake. I get if, it. If you what, were getting you married again, I'm not going to bring a squash to your wedding. No, no, I'm not saying you bring it. I'm saying it's Did decoration. You say zucchinis it's, or bikinis? I said, what are you going to do? Have fucking bikinis in a fall wedding? Oh, no, I it's you like said you, you embrace the time of year. You embrace the time of year. I have actually, you know, we have two friends that are getting married in the fall. I should ask them what colors they're they're using. You know what? Listen, I, I have friends who are getting married uh, in the fall. I, I, I'm, I, I'm invited and. Um, if you want to wait, I can find out their colors and, and I'll, I'll tell you what they are and you can just steal it from them. That'll help. That's great. 
Because who cares? You know? (laughs) She cares. She's dealing with, she's got the whole thing to plan, except the music. No, I'm saying who cares if you steal an idea? It doesn't matter. Oh. I'll I'll get back to you. I'm going to ask them what what color palette. I'm going to ask them what color palette. Mm -mm. And if I like it, I'll I'll say. I don't want to do it. She doesn't know them. They don't know her. You think you're the only one who thought of a black yeah, and white wedding with some, with some color with flowers? So what? It's fucking Pinterest. It's real life Pinterest. People steal shit from others all the time and say, "I want, I want that one," and then I want that one. And what? you know, and they no, like you get take ideas from people. By Pinterest. Who cares? You get ins- yeah, and you're like, oh, I really like that that girl's hexagonal uh, bathroom and caustic tiles. I'm going to get those, and then you go out and you get them. I think she feels like being original. I think she cares. All right. Well, then do like hot pink and fuchsia and, you know, big, oh, bold, okay. bright colors. No, no. People I know who are getting married but are let total us strangers to this other person. Ooh. So what difference does it make? I think she was also asking what you thought. She doesn't want to know what your friends are doing. I like navy blue. I think something with navy blue. I'm always a fan of that shade. Blues instead of dark blues instead of blacks. I get, I get a little tired of blacks. See, that's a great answer. It or took deep a greens. lot it's to get one. there, but it's a good answer. Because I don't think of because I don't ever think of weddings or wedding colors. It's but I can think of a couch and I can think of a living room and you know she's asking that not question, what she's right? asking not what she's asking. I understand, and that's what I'm saying. Weddings are not my wheelhouse. Good luck with the wedding. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and. 6-1, since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, my name is Shana. I'm from Kentucky. I love the show and the podcast so much. I'm pretty sure I'm your number one fan, Alicia. Um, anyway, my childhood dream was to be an actress. However, coming from a small town, uh, people always said that was not realistic and that I should kind of look into something else. Um, so, I, you know, over the time, I let that go. I let that dream go. And I'm actually a nurse in school right now, but I can't seem to let go of that interest in acting. Um, so my question is, um, where where should I start in um, the acting world, like just to get started? Um, is it something that I can do along with nursing as well? And if you guys have any regrets about um, becoming actresses. Thank you so much for everything you do. You make my commute to school and work. Every Wednesday, I look forward to that. So thank you so much. I love you both. Bye. Let me tell you something. I had to take, I think I took like three big, deep breaths and sighs while you were talking because I got so upset by the beginning of your story. I hate nothing more than dream squashers. Like your story literally 
it's like, oh, it makes me so mad. The reason you're having this resurgence of, of, uh, wanting to fulfill something you always wanted to uh, originally is because whoever came along in your life and was like, yeah, no, that's not possible. Or no, you shouldn't do that. That's not realistic. Or that's ah, a long shot. Maybe think of something else or what that fuck is wrong with people doing this to other people in life. What, who cares what you think? Who cares? Get out of my way. I have dreams and I'm going to go fulfill them. What I, this, I can't stand this kind of stuff. So I'm really happy it's coming back for you. I really hope you go take some classes. I mean, what you, I guess your question really was, how should you start? I don't know. I mean, there's got to be local, um, groups or classes in your town that you can join and you're going to meet great people. You're going to have so much fun. And yeah, you can do it while you're a nurse. You can do it all. You always could do it all. I'm sorry someone came along and told you you couldn't. Sorry, that one really upset me. Is that Mo? What do you think, Kate? I think you're right. I think you're right. You answered it. What's the next one? Hi, Alicia. Hi, Kate. Um, I'm going to remain anonymous on my call because my girlfriend listens to your podcast as well. Um, but I just wanted to say how big of a fan I am. And um, I love everything that both of you do. And yours is the only podcast I listen to. Also, Alicia, I share a birthday with you, uh, 7-Eleven. So um, that always felt really special. Anyways, uh, what I was calling to talk about was kind of queer slash lesbian stereotypes. Um, I've been out for three years as a lesbian. I left my um, ex-husband um, three years ago. And I have been dating a girl for six months that I am so in love with. And, you know, I have this feeling that I want to, you know, marry her. And, like, what is that feeling? What is the stereotype of, you know, lesbians going to rush into marriage? And is that something I should be fighting or should I trust the feeling um, and say, screw the stereotypes? Um, so, yeah, I just get in my head about that. And I wanted to see what you guys thought about that um, and if you had any experience. Thank you so much. I'll do the same. Bye-bye. Uh, she has a really sweet voice. It's a real, um, it does exist. It's, 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 I think, I think because we're women and, and our, in our, in our nature is to, you know, cohabitate and to, I think that's just our, I think that's what we're, in, that's just our natural uh, instinct. And so don't rush anything is all I'm going to tell you, because if it's meant to be now, then it'll be, it'll, it, you'll still feel the same way in a year. And this, and this thing to rush and do it, fucking don't do it. Whether you're marrying a man or a woman, it's marriage and it's a big deal and you want to do it, you know, you want to do it properly and you want to feel good about it and not have regrets. So don't drink the gay Kool-Aid saying you have to get married tomorrow. No. Uh, and you don't have to get married at all. You can just enjoy the person. I get so tired of like, you have to get married and you have to, have, no, you don't. You don't have to get married. You also don't have to have kids if you don't want them. You can do whatever you want. 
if you're on the right relationship with the right person and you guys are on the same energy field, you're fine. Don't conform. I have a leaf blower behind me, so maybe I'll just let you answer that. <laughs> I don't hear the leaf blower. I have a dog oh, crying don't? behind me. and No. Oh, wow. It's like right behind the window. Okay. Well, I'm definitely with Kate, but what I think you need to um, differentiate here is is rushing into just a commitment with someone or a marriage. I mean, they're very different. Exactly. Um, marriage, exactly. I think, yeah, definitely don't jump into that. That's like property sharing, you know, putting each other in each other's wills. Like it's, well, you've been married. I shouldn't, I don't need to tell you, but that's definitely something I would say. Yeah. Slow your roll. Um, commitment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Commit. If you are, if you love this girl and she loves you back and you guys want to be exclusive, um, by all means go towards it. I don't see a problem with that. I just wouldn't, uh, you know, get a minister anytime soon. No, not if you're not, you don't have to. That's what I mean. I mean, six I, months is fast to get married. I, yeah. And then there, and then there's that six months is nothing in the grand scheme of th things. And, and, you know, in six months, you're still in that sort of like cozy honeymoon stage as well. Like yeah, I, keep it I hot. remember my, my therapist once <laughs> said, um, you know, you want to go through every season with someone. Oh, you've told us this before. And then you're, We've heard this. And then you're going to get. Yeah, but it's true. It's like, just take your sweet ass time. Like, what's the rush? Hey, Kate and Alicia. My name is Allegra, and I'm a 25-year-old tattoo artist in New Jersey. So I have two questions that I wanted to ask. The first one is, what's a unique skill you possess that not many people know that you can do? And my second question is, when you're feeling overly anxious and stressed, what is something that helps calm, calm you down? Okay, bye. Oh, whoa, deep. I thought she was going to ask us Good about one. tattoos. I got all excited. I did too. I could tell you how I got my, all of mine removed. She's like, that's the last thing I want to talk about. That's all I talk about all day. <laughs> that's rad though. She's a tattoo artist. I know. That's a have cool fun. Job. That's a really, really cool job. It really is. Wouldn't you like to be a tattoo artist and you have your own tattoo shop or that's what you strive for. And then, you know, you get your own style and you become, you have a kind of like the signature the signature thing and then you yeah get your own thing your own look people come from all over the world exactly only book by appointment and you know it's like a work of art on someone's body i mean what a forever job. unless you go Actually, to i, I want laser removal that's what i would do to answer to the question earlier what would you do if you couldn't i'd be a tattoo artist that sounds like fun you don't even doodle yeah dude i'm doodling as we're talking right now Wait, i've, been I've like, never seen know, a doodle writing people's names down so I don't forget them when they call in and then doodling in between. I would just like to say while Kate is off the phone because she accidentally hung up, she accidentally hung up. She does not doodle. She's I've never seen one. I've never seen a sketch, a drawing. I've never seen a stick figure. Okay. So whatever line of bullshit she's about to feed everybody. It's not true. I'm sure she'll be back soon. <laughs> Hi, God damn it. I'm so sorry. You're fine. <clears throat> what were you saying? You said you wanted to be a tattoo artist. And I said, you yeah. You don't doodle. And then you said, yeah, I do. And then it sounded like you hung up on me. 
Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to hang up on you. I, my, my signal drops. I do doodle. I've been doodling on my notebook um, while we've been chatting. And some of the little things have been cute. Anyway, that's not the like? point of the conversation or segueing. Oh. I don't know. Just like little doodles. It doesn't matter. What's this? What's 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 Allegra's well, question? Well, it, ma- it matters um, because you're you're saying you're going to put it on someone's body for the rest of their life. Huh? Well, it doesn't because I'm not going to be a tattoo artist and I didn't go to art school and it doesn't really matter. What was her question? Oh, yeah. It wasn't about tattooing. You're right. Her question was, what do you do when you're anxious to wind down? Oh, OK. Honestly, I don't think I've figured it out yet. When I get anxious, it lasts a minute. It lasts yeah. a while. And I, it's, you know, I think talking to someone on the phone helps me. Um, I mm. hate living in that place. It, I don't like feeling anxious. Uh, but I'm not really, I don't meditate. I don't, de- you know, do no. um, like breathing exercises. I'm not good at all that. I can't do the thing where like you look around the room and you talk about what colors in the room. You know oh, that God, one? No. Like to take your That'll focus act- off. That like, would- no, that would make me more anxious. Yeah, I think <laughs> I definitely know me. it's going to pass. I don't know. I don't I just I don't think I figured it out. I mean, I what do you do? I clean. Oh. And the focus of cleaning something gets my mind out of it. So it's the physical thing. Um, I'm not saying it works all the time, but I'm really having that icky feeling. I'll think to like, all right, you know what? I'm going to like vacuum or I'm going to, you know, hose down the patio or do something just to get my mind out of it. I think you and I actually like talk a lot. And when one of us is feeling Mm -hmm. anxious about something, don't you feel like by the end, after we've gotten it all off our chest, do you feel better? Like talking it out helps me. Yeah. Yeah. I always, yeah. Yeah. And talking... Not talking to everyone. No. Talking to everyone doesn't help me, but talking to you, it certainly does. I think we give each other a different perspective of whatever thing we're going through that exactly helps give some clarity that the other that we're not seeing that we need. And at least we can, you know, rationalize it a little easier. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, you. I, yeah, you, you give good advice to me when I need it. And you, oh, back at you. you. Oh, always. I guess, yeah, that's our, that's my answer is like, I talked to Kate. (laughs) Yeah. My answer is I talked to Leisha and I, and I clean the house. If Leisha's not answering or answering her phone, I know she'll call back and I'll just, you know, vacuum until she calls back. Nice. Yeah. So that concludes our, uh, our week of Q and A's. Have a fabulous week, everybody. We will try to have a little more zip in our step next time. Yeah. These, not for um, these night shoots. I don't, I don't think we were terrible. We're just too Oh, tired. I thought we were awful today. Okay. <laughs> no, really? I don't think we're that bad. I mean, we're not, you know. You can't knock them all out of the park, right? I know. Listen, peaks and valleys, Leisha, peaks and valleys. We'll be in the peak next week. Thank you for listening to Pants, a podcast brought to you by Kate Menig and me, Leisha Haley. Produced by Melissa DeMonts. Please listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow Pants on Instagram at The Pants Pod. Theme song by Carolina Para of the band CSS. Graphics are by Love Fox.
Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.